The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Well, at this time, you just don't even want to say that it's getting close. It's just about here. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, December 22nd, 2021. Wednesday of the fourth week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is Saint Zeno, martyred soldier at Nicomedia, modern-day Turkey. He was seized and condemned to death for laughing while Emperor Diocletian offered a sacrifice to the Roman god Ceres. Zeno's jaws were shattered and then he was beheaded. Saint Zeno died in about the year 303 AD. Saint Zeno, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Eternal Father, I offer you everything I do this day, my work, my prayers, my apostolic efforts, my time with family and friends, my hours of relaxation, my difficulties, problems, distress, which I shall try to bear with patience. Join these, my gifts, to the unique offering which Jesus Christ, your Son, renews today in the Eucharist. Grant, I pray, that vivified by the Holy Spirit, and united to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary, my life this day may be of service to you and your children and help consecrate the world to you. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for catechists summoned to announce the Word of God. May they be its witnesses with courage and creativity and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, My guardian angel, intercede for me. Today we reflect on that beautiful episode recounted in the Gospel where we see the two new mothers meeting and sharing their joy, Mary and her cousin Elizabeth. Elizabeth was old and barren, yet by God's intervention she conceived a child, John the Baptist, who would be the prophet of the Most High and Mary, who, while yet a virgin, conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. She carries in her womb the Son of the Most High, the one who would save us from our sins. So when Mary visits her cousin Elizabeth, Elizabeth was quick to recognize the significance of Mary's son. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to me? So after Elizabeth acknowledged her blessedness, Mary's response is a song that flows from her heart. Mary's song is often called the Magnificat, which means to magnify. From the first word of the Latin translation of uh, 
the first line of her, of her song, Magnificat anima mea dominum. My soul magnifies the Lord, my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he took notice of his lowly servant girl, and from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One is holy, and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. So listening to this, we are struck by Mary's humility. She could have easily thought that the greeting of Elizabeth was no more than what was her special due. But instead of congratulating herself for having been chosen to be the mother of the Savior, she accepts the truth that God has showered her with favor and then she lifts her focus onto the Lord and gives the glory to God. In her humility, Mary acknowledges that all that is being accomplished in her is being accomplished by God. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. She shows us that humility is about centering our lives on God and not on ourselves. Well, Mary's experience can also happen to us. When we think about the works of God in our lives, we are moved to gratitude for the many blessings we receive. After all, the persons that come our way, the happenings and the challenges in life, they're all blessings from God. They're signs of uh, how much God loves us. So like Mary, let us constantly be grateful to God. And today, as we reflect on her song of thanksgiving, the Magnificat, let us pray that we may cultivate the kind of humility that Mary had, to counter with humility those times when we exaggerate our own worth, those times when we feel superior and arrogant, which is actually pride, pride that makes us want to occupy a place which is higher than our due. On the contrary, Humility keeps us in our own place. You notice how humble people recognize and accept their limitations. They don't give themselves an exaggerated importance. Here I'm reminded of a wise observation by Winston Churchill who said, When you're 20, you care what everyone thinks. When you're 40, you stop caring what everyone thinks. When you're 60, you realize that no one was ever thinking about you in the first place. That humility is the truth. It makes us know ourselves as we really are. That in the eyes of God, we are his little creature. And uh, we depend upon him completely for our existence and for all of our works. Nevertheless, we also recognize that we are made in the image and likeness of God. And when we mess up, which can happen at times, when we stain that image, we don't have to cover it up. We just have to recognize our defects, to ask for God's forgiveness, and hope that we can change with the help of His grace. And then to move on and to learn to be a bit more humble. To be more humble, which is not about having a poor self-image nor a denial of our gifts. It's about having a more accurate understanding of who we are, from whom our gifts really come. 
That is when we see Mary's lesson in the hymn, the Magnificat. She was confident in her own self-knowledge. She recognized that in contrast to God, she was a nobody. So she, she simply adored him and trusted totally in him and thanked him for doing great things in her. Contrary to what happens to some people who seem to thrive on self-promotion, Mary teaches us that it's humility that takes us to the top. So in declaring that God has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant, Mary assures us that God will always look with infinite love on our lowliness, that our Lord God will affirm us whether the people that surround us have affirmed us or not. So we don't go begging for recognition from people and we don't feel down when we don't get it because our happiness does not depend on other people's opinion. God's approval is our source of confidence and freedom. We know that, but it can be very challenging to apply that to our lives. So we pray that we can stop caring about what others think of us, both the positive and negative, and that we simply care about what God thinks of us. I remember an important lesson in humility from the most decorated gymnast of all time, Simone Biles. The way she handled her unexpected difficulties at the 2020 Games in Tokyo. So when she withdrew from the individual all-around finals in the Olympic Games, the sporting world went into shock by making that decision to pull out of the competition for mental health reasons. She showed that she was human after all. And uh, in her message to reporters, she addressed her surprising decision. She said, I have to put my pride aside. I have to do what's right for me and focus on my mental health and not jeopardize my health and well-being. That's why I decided to take a step back. At the end of the day, we're human too, she said. So we have to protect our mind and our body rather than just go out there and do what the world wants us to do. Then after winning the bronze medal, her seventh Olympic medal in the individual balance beam event, Biles was just happy to compete again. So while her fans around the world might have been disappointed that they didn't get to see Biles perform all events in Tokyo, she has demonstrated her vulnerability and her humility, which makes her even more of a champion. Her ability to struggle with her pride is just as impressive as her athletic skills. So as we come to a close in this prayer, let's turn to Mary to thank her for teaching us in her Magnificat that it is in God that we find our ultimate sense of worthiness and that our greatest achievements come from relying on God's power working in us. And in union with you, Mary, we recognize that, yes, the Mighty One has done great things for us. Mary, please obtain for us the very precious gift of humility. Help us to know our real selves and our proper place in relation to God. Give us the perseverance to live out humility in our daily lives. 
I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour on Daybreak. It's Wednesday of the fourth week of Advent, December 22nd, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin the liturgical day joining with the whole church led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. The Lord is close at hand, come let us worship him. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works, the Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. 
The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is close at hand. Come, let us worship Him. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Never forget all He has done for you. Bless the Lord, my soul. Never forget all He has done for you. My soul, give thanks to the Lord. All my being, bless his holy name. My soul, give thanks to the Lord and never forget all his blessings. It is he who forgives all your guilt, who heals every one of your ills, who redeems your life from the grave, who crowns you with love and compassion, who fills your life with good things, renewing your youth like an eagle's. The Lord does deeds of justice, gives judgment for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses and his deeds to Israel's sons. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Bless the Lord, my soul. Never Never forget all he has has done done for you. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. As As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. The Lord is compassion and love, slow to anger and rich in mercy. His wrath will come to an end. He will not be angry forever. He does not treat us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our faults. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so strong is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our sins. As a father has compassion on his sons, the Lord has pity on those who fear him. For he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flowers like the flower of the field. The wind blows, and he is gone, and his place never sees him again. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. Bless the Lord, all you his works. Bless the Lord, all you his works. But the love of the Lord is everlasting upon those who hold him in fear. 
His justice reaches out to children's children when they keep his covenant in truth, when they keep his will in their mind. The Lord has set his sway in heaven, and his kingdom is ruling over all. Give thanks to the Lord, all his angels, mighty in power, fulfilling his word, who heed the voice of his word. Give thanks to the Lord, all his hosts, his servants who do his will. Give thanks to the Lord, all his works, in every place where he rules. My soul give thanks to the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. You have compassion for the sinner, Lord, as a father has compassion for his children. Heal the weaknesses of your people and save us from lasting death, that we may praise and glorify you forever. Bless the Lord, all you his works. Hear the word of the Lord, all you nations. Proclaim it to the ends of the earth. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me. My Lord has forgotten me. Can a mother forget her infant, be without tenderness for the child of her womb? Even should she forget, I will never forget you. See, upon the palms of my hands I have written your name. Your walls are ever before me. Your rebuilders make haste, as those who tore you down and laid you waste go forth from you. Look about and see, they are all gathering and coming to you. As I live, says the Lord, you shall be arrayed with them as with adornments. Like a bride you shall fasten them on you. Though you were waste and desolate, a land of ruins, Now you shall be too small for your inhabitants, while those who swallowed you up will be far away. The children whom you had lost shall yet say to you, This place is too small for me. Make room for me to live in. You shall ask yourself, Who has borne me these? I was bereft and barren, exiled and repudiated. Who has reared them? I was left alone. Where then do these come from? Thus says the Lord God, See, I will lift up my hand to the nations and raise my signal to the peoples. They shall bring their sons in their arms, and your daughters shall be carried on their shoulders. Kings shall be your foster fathers, their princesses your nurses. Bowing to the ground, they shall worship you and lick the dust at your feet then you shall know that I am the Lord, and those who hope in me shall never be disappointed. Thus says the Lord, Can booty be taken from a warrior, or captives be rescued from a tyrant? Yes, captives can be taken from a warrior, and booty be rescued from a tyrant. Those who oppose you, I will oppose. Your sons, I will save. 
I will make your oppressors eat their own flesh, and they shall be drunk with their own blood as with the juice of the grape. All mankind shall know that I, the Lord, am your Savior, your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. Thus says the Lord, Where is the bill of divorce with which I dismissed your mother? Or to which of my creditors have I sold you? It was for your sins that you were sold, for your crimes that your mother was dismissed. The Word of the Lord Could a mother ever forget her infant and not take compassion on the child of her womb? Even if a mother should forget, I would would never never forget forget you, says the Lord. My father and my mother have neglected me, but you, Lord, have lifted me up. Even if a mother should forget, I would never forget you, says the Lord. From a Commentary on Luke by Venerable Betty, Priest The Magnificat Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. The Lord has exalted me by a gift so great, so unheard of, that language is useless to describe it, and the depths of love in my heart can scarcely grasp it. I offer, then, all the powers of my soul in praise and thanksgiving. As I contemplate His greatness, which knows no limits, I joyfully surrender my whole life, my senses, my judgment, for my spirit rejoices in the eternal Godhead of that Jesus, that Savior, whom I have conceived in this world of time. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is His name. Mary looks back to the beginning of her song, where she said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Only that soul for whom the Lord in His love does great things can proclaim His greatness with fitting praise and encourage those who share her desire and purpose, saying, Join with me in proclaiming the greatness of the Lord. Let us extol His name together. Those who know the Lord yet refuse to proclaim His greatness and sanctify His name to the limit of their power will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. His name is called holy because in the sublimity of His unique power, He surpasses every creature and is far removed from all that He has made. He has come to the help of His servant Israel, for He has remembered His promise of mercy. In a beautiful phrase, Mary calls Israel the servant of the Lord. The Lord came to his aid to save him. Israel is an obedient and humble servant in the words of Hosea. Israel was a servant, and I loved him. Those who refuse to be humble cannot be saved. They cannot say with the prophet, See, God comes to my aid. The Lord is the helper of my soul. But anyone who makes himself humble, like a little child, is greater in the kingdom of heaven. The promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. 
This does not refer to the physical descendants of Abraham, but to his spiritual children. These are his descendants, sprung not from the flesh only, but who, whether circumcised or not, have followed him in faith. Circumcised as he was, Abraham believed, and this was credited to him as an act of righteousness. The coming of the Savior was promised to Abraham and to his descendants forever. These are the children of promise, to whom it is said, If you belong to Christ, then you are descendants of Abraham, heirs in accordance with the promise. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Let us pray. O God, who, seeing the human race fallen into death, will to redeem it by the coming of your only begotten Son, Grant, we pray, that those who confess his incarnation with humble fervor may merit his company as their Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. It's 23 minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today's Gospel is coming up in just a few minutes along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, December 22, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it's Mary's Magnificat. From the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of low degree. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his posterity forever. And Mary remained with her about three months, and returned to her home. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Humility. It's not self-deprecation. It is simply a matter of realism about oneself, especially in relation to God and others. 
Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. Humility is at the root of all the virtues, and without it, none of them can be developed. Without humility, everything else is like a huge heap of hay which we have piled up, but which, with the first gust of wind, is blown over and scattered far and wide. The devil has little respect for those devotions which are not founded on humility, because he knows well that he can get rid of them whenever he pleases. There is no possibility of sanctity without an effective struggle to acquire this virtue. Without it, it is not even possible to develop an authentic human personality. Furthermore, a humble person has a special facility for making friends, even with people of very different tastes and of varying age groups, which is a great help in all kinds of personal apostolate. Humility is, in a very special way, the basis of charity. It gives it consistency and makes it possible. The dwelling place of charity is humility, says St. Augustine. To the extent that a person can forget about self, he can take an interest in other people and attend to their needs. Many sins against charity have been provoked by previous faults of vanity, pride, selfishness, and the desire to stand out from among others. And thus, these two virtues, humility and charity, are the mother virtues. The others follow as chickens do the mother hen. A humble person hates to put on airs, to show off. He knows well that he is not in the position he occupies, whatever it is, in order to shine or to receive compliments, but to serve, to carry out a mission. Do not sit down in a place of honor, but when you are invited, go and sit in the lowest place. And if a Christian is to be found among the places of honor occupying a preeminent position, he knows that this position of excellence has been given to him by God so that he may become useful to others, from which it follows that inasmuch as the witness of others ought to be pleasing to him, so much the more should he contribute to their good. We ought to be in our proper place, always conscious that we are in the presence of God and resolutely refusing to allow our judgment to be distorted by ambition. Much less should we find ourselves be propelled by vanity into a mad scramble for higher and higher positions for which perhaps we have not the competence and which later on will lead to humiliation, thereby creating in ourselves the dismaying conviction that we have got ourselves into a situation for which our gifts have not fitted us. This does not mean that God has not called us to make the best use of our talents and to make many sacrifices in using our time well. On the contrary, humility is opposed to a lack of right intention in one's work, a lack that is a clear symptom of pride. The humble person knows his place, however exalted or lowly it be. He feels he belongs there and is happy in his work. He knows his limitations and possibilities and does not allow himself to be deceived by mere ambition. His qualifications are the right ones for his job to a greater or lesser degree. He is never a dead weight holding others back. He carries out his work as well as he might as a member of a team. Another manifestation of humility is the avoidance of negative judgments about other people. The knowledge of our own weakness will prevent us from entertaining a bad thought about anyone, even if the words or conduct of the person in question give good grounds for doing so. We look on others with respect 
and understanding which, when necessary, will naturally and normally lead to fraternal correction. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 14 before the hour. We pray with the whole church now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Lord, the mighty God, will come forth from Zion to set his people free. The Lord, the mighty God, will come forth from Zion to set his people free. My heart is ready, O God. I will sing, sing your praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations I will praise you, for your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. O come and deliver your friends. Help with your right hand and reply. From his holy place, God has made this promise. I will triumph and divide the land of Shechem. I will measure out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine and Manasseh. Ephraim I will take for my helmet. Judah for my commander's staff. Moab I will use for my washbowl. On Edom, I will plant my shoe. Over the Philistines, I will shout in triumph. But who will lead me to conquer the fortress? Who will bring me face to face with Edom? Will you utterly reject us, O God, and no longer march with our armies? Give us help against the foe, for the help of man is vain. With God we shall do bravely, and he will trample down our foes. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Accept the prayers of your servants, Lord, and prepare our hearts to praise your holy name. Come to our aid in times of trouble and make us worthy to sing you songs of thanksgiving. The The Lord, Lord, the mighty God, will will come come forth from from Zion to to set set his people free. I shall not cease to plead with God for Zion until he sends his Holy One in all his radiant beauty. I shall shall not cease to plead plead with God for Zion until he sends his His Holy One in all his radiant beauty. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul, for he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. 
as the earth brings forth its plants and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. For Zion's sake, I will not be silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not be quiet until her vindication shines forth like the dawn and her victory like a burning torch. Nations shall behold your vindication and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name pronounced by the mouth of the Lord. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem held by your God. No more shall men call you forsaken or your land desolate. But you shall be called my delight and your land espoused. For the Lord delights in you and makes your land his spouse. As a young man marries a virgin, your builder shall marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. I, I shall, shall not cease to plead with God for Zion until he sends his Holy One in all his radiant beauty. The Spirit of the Lord rests upon me. He has sent me to preach his joyful message to the poor. The Spirit of the Lord rests upon me. He has sent me to preach his joyful message to the poor. My soul, give praise to the Lord. I will praise the Lord all my days. Make music to my God while I live. Put no trust in princes, in mortal men in whom there is no help. Take their breath, they return to clay, and their plans that day come to nothing. He is happy who is helped by Jacob's God, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who alone made heaven and earth, the seas and all they contain. It is he who keeps faith forever, who is just to those who are oppressed. It is he who gives bread to the hungry, the Lord who sets prisoners free, the Lord who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down, the Lord who protects the stranger and upholds the widow and the orphan. It is the Lord who loves the just but thwarts the path of the wicked. The Lord will reign forever, Zion's God, from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it, As it was, was in, in the, the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. God of glory and power, those who have put all their trust in you are happy indeed. Shine the brightness of your light upon us, that we may love you always with a pure heart. 
The Spirit of the Lord rests upon me. He has sent me to preach His joyful message to the poor. From the Book of Isaiah Let justice descend, O heavens, like dew from above. Like gentle rain, let the skies drop it down. Let the earth open and salvation bud forth. Let justice also spring up. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your Your light light will will come, come, Jerusalem. The The Lord Lord will will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The The Lord Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. The moment that your greeting reached my ears, the child within my womb leapt for joy. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The moment that your greeting reached my ears, the child within my womb leapt for joy. To Christ our Redeemer, who comes to save us from our sins, let us cry out with joy. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. The prophets of old foretold your birth among us. Now make virtue come to life in us. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. We proclaim your saving work. Now grant us your salvation. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. You came to heal the contrite of heart. Heal the weaknesses of your people. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. Jesus. You came and saw fit to reconcile the world. When you come again in judgment, free us from the torments of punishment. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. 
thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who, seeing the human race fallen into death, will to redeem it by the coming of your only begotten Son. Grant, we pray, that those who confess his incarnation with humble fervor may merit his company as their Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is coming up with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out now, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.